Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Whatever Podcast. We are back with another episode, and you may be noticing that something is a little bit different, and that is that we are uploading now on Mondays, so you can catch us uh, talking about various topics uh, while you're starting off your work week. Uh, and today, I am joined by both my co-hosts, uh, Chris and Preston. Hello. What's up, everybody? And uh, today we just wanted to, to touch on a little bit of what uh, Chris has been doing over the summer. He had a vacation, and uh, yeah, we're just going to take this episode to to kind of catch up on on his side of things and and go from there. So I got to visit the most magical place and one of your faves. I know because I've oh, listened yes. to a few podcasts uh, talking about Walt Disney World. So this is my fourth time to walt disney world second time wow family the first two times was back when i was a little kid so a lot's changed and actually a lot's changed from when we first went as a family a couple years ago because that was when well preston you were with us as well uh the whole star wars area had not been complete yet so i know that was the saddest part of that trip (laughs) it it was i mean you you knew it was coming and you could see like the concepts that they had for it but oh my gosh to actually see it in person. Uh, it have it, both cool. of you guys got to be there now. <laughs> oh, and you didn't get to see yeah. it this last trip you yeah. did. No. I was going to say, whose fault is that, huh? <laughs> oh, man. It was it was worth it. So, the all right. So, jumping right into the Star Wars area, uh, because I want to I ask you guys some other stuff here in a little bit, but that experience... Rise of the Resistance. Oh. I did not get. I did oh. not get to ride. Oh. Uh, okay. All so, right. all right. Here's the story. So, we went to Walt Disney World. This, this. It's been about a month ago. So, in July, it was over the Fourth of July week. We went for a beta convention. My daughter is in beta club in middle school, and they had a convention at Walt Disney World this year. So. We were all geared up to to go. The school actually was going to do all of the purchasing of tickets. And all we had to do was send them the money as well as, okay, here's the days we want to do. So this was this was a few months before we actually would go on this trip. Um, We sent them, okay, we want to do a three day park hopper. And here's our money for that. We had a, a time frame to get that to the school. We get to that date and we get a notice from the school that says, oh, Disney is not acknowledging those ticket prices. Now, these were discounted tickets because of the event. Right. Are not acknowledging those ticket prices because we missed the time that Disney had allowed us to purchase those tickets with. Well, that was like our whole school that was involved with this beta club. So everybody was like, scrambling how how are we going to get tickets now because usually you do this months in advance well we only had at that point a couple months to purchase tickets so i go on start looking at what tickets are available we actually were able to do a park hopper but the for the same price we could only do two days at the full price we had to pay and the other problem is we couldn't get into uh magic kingdom 
or Hollywood studios, except for when we park hopped at two o'clock. We had to choose Animal Kingdom and Epcot for our two days. So, so back to Rise of the Resistance before. Quick, uh, oh, oh, go ahead, Connor. Quick, quick side thing: Did they change right. that park hopper to two o'clock instead of one? It's two o'clock. So oh. my, yeah. So here's where the Rise of the Resistance issue comes in. So, uh, so there's a guru of Disney World that works for me. Like he knows all the ins of ins and outs, and he's like, "Hey, are you going to?" disney and are you going to ride rise of the resistance i said i don't know i hope so and he's like well you better do this uh to make sure that you can get on it i was like i don't even know if i can because i'm not going to that park at at first thing and i know it's hard to get into he's like well get on there at seven o'clock on the app get in the virtual queue and you should be good to go well the day came seven o'clock i hit the virtual queue Mm -hmm. i get in and i'm able to put our names in and i get to the next screen where it is supposed to lock us in and it says no you're not starting at this park you cannot get in the virtual queue try again later so the next option to be able to do it is at one o'clock on that day i get in at one o'clock now in the um safari ride at animal kingdom i've got two phones in my hands one with the world clock on it knowing exactly <laughs> when it hits one o'clock and the other one virtual queue line to get in and i hit it and i'm in again and i have all our names on it i hit the screen to go to the next one to lock us in the virtual queue for the afternoon and it says you are in the wrong park and you cannot ride rise of the resistance yeah. try again later and I missed out on the opportunity to ride Rise of the Resistance. So we get to 2 o'clock. We park hop over to Hollywood Studios. I walk directly back to Star Wars. We're going to try to get into this ride. Walk right up to the line. This lady's like just sweating profusely trying to get people in that <laughs> virtual queue line. What's your name? What's your number? And I walk up and i say i don't have a number how do i get in this line without being in the virtual queue she said you're not going to try again tomorrow yeah i was like (laughs) just put a nail in the coffin so we did get to ride all of the other rides it was really cool we rode um the millennium falcon all of the other rides in uh the star wars area i would have i have to say because we went to Universal Studios, too. I know we're talking Disney, but the Harry Potter uh, experience at Universal, very similar with the experience of Star Wars. It's like you're walking Mm -hmm. in a Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. You're, like, transferred to that time, and you get the full experience. So it was pretty cool. Hey, I'm open to talking about both. Uh, I I actually had an annual pass for Universal for, uh, oh, almost two years, I think. I don't know nice. how long it was. It was it was well over well over a year. Um, I love Universal. Man. I I do too. Awesome. It, the park is is the, those parks are pretty slept on um, compared to Disney, and I, I think there are some obvious quality differences between a lot of the stuff there. But what's really interesting, and you you bring up the uh, the uh, Harry Potter uh, stuff, uh, Diagon Alley, and uh, things like that. So they they Disney originally had the rights to to that park uh, to building a Harry Potter park. Um, nice. However, 
they were not going to allow um, Rowling to have a say in what was going to be in the park. Because oh. Imagineering is Imagineering, and they're going to do what they want. They're, they're absolute park geniuses. Um, and she was like, nope, okay, that's not going to work for me. If you're not going to give me more creative control, I'm out. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, and so what happened is she went with Universal. And the Imagineering team that was associated with the plans that they had had for Disney were also hired by Universal to, to pursue a lot of the ideas that they'd had from the original park just under different circumstances. Is is the Harry Potter movies Universal production? Um, yeah, but I think she still owns... She only sold the rights to make movies. Uh, it's not, it's not Universal, it's Warner Brothers. I, I don't know. Well, that, that doesn't quite fall under the Universal umbrella. I think Universal or Warner Brothers is standalone and then people buy park rights because like six flags has looney tunes yeah yeah so, gotcha yeah yeah it's 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 weird the way that stuff works is weird i've spent a strange amount of my time during my life just diving into theme parks and things like that so, so the interesting thing and and i guess the marvel rights do those over time like fully transition away from Universal and their theme park to Walt Disney World, or how does that work? Do you guys know? So, well, it's kind of it's it's weird because it kind of it's kind of like the thing with Spider Man and Sony and Marvel. So, like, uh, uh, Connor, you can go ahead, but it, it, you know, you're right. Yeah, they they essentially split the rights, but what happened? It's actually the exact same thing as what. Uh, the Spider-Man thing is with Sony and Marvel because when Marvel was struggling for money way back in you know the late the mid to late 90s and early 2000s they were basically just selling off all the rights for everything that they had just to keep their characters afloat um, perfect example uh, Spider-Man got sold to Sony Sony hasn't let go of it since and yeah. uh, they sold the park rights for Marvel characters to Universal Orlando but Universal Hollywood doesn't have those park rights, which is why there is an Avengers campus in Disneyland, but not World. Uh, so over time, <laughs> it may potentially happen, but we're looking at into the 2030s, I believe, with their contract. Uh, uh, and, and this is really funny because they use uh, they use the Mississippi as the dividing line. Uh, so <laughs> on on the east side of the Mississippi, there cannot be a uh, another Marvel park or like another Marvel themed section of a park if it's not Universal. On the huh. west of the Mississippi, <laughs> now that is they uh... don't they don't they don't they don't have a say. It is out of their jurisdiction. Universal drops Marvel west of the Mississippi, and it is hilarious how they think they went about that. <laughs> interesting all right so we did a so we were there in orlando for a week we did a couple days at universal we did actually three days we had two days as a park hopper and then we did the fourth of july mm -hmm. at walt disney world i'll get back to the fourth of july but i seen um on the news just not too well today actually um that walt disney's bringing the annual passes back oh yes 
So how long have they not been doing the annual passes since COVID? So whenever they closed the parks for COVID, uh, they stopped selling annual passes. Uh, However, they gave existing annual pass holders an option to renew um, when the parks reopened. Uh, But they have not been selling annual passes since March of 2020. So is it worth the purchase of an annual pass or how many times do you have to go to make it beneficial to have an annual pass to Disney World? So annual pass prices change and they vary on the tiers. Uh, Obviously there are there are prices for the annual pass for being a citizen of like Florida, like living in Florida. Uh, It's it really varies. Um, I would say if you plan on going for a full week uh, and taking your family, it might be worth getting an annual pass for a single person. Because not only do you, not only do the tickets end up being about the price of what the annual pass is, you get discounts for merchandise, you get discounts for food, you get discounts for hotel stays, uh, you get free parking. So there's a lot of various perks that come with the annual pass. I, I've, we're so actually we booked a trip for a couple of a couple of weeks from now. We're going for one day, uh, to see okay. the fireworks for one last time before they're gone, and that makes what my third maybe I don't I don't I actually don't even know it's my third or fourth time going just in 2021. Now the annual pass would probably do better for someone who goes maybe once a month or twice a month and obviously if you live around Disney um, but let's say if I go with Preston once a year and all we do is plan a whole week uh, it's probably not the smartest financial decision uh, yeah (laughs) but it, it, it does exist sometimes it can help it just depends on the I don't know the caliber of trip I guess Okay, so you mentioned fireworks. Now, that's where I was going for the 4th of July. So that week, they brought fireworks back. Yes. And my, I was, I guess, confused a little bit for the 4th of July because they did a couple nights of their normal um, show. I, I forget the name of their fireworks show that had, it, it's basically all of the characters. Mm-hmm. They're kind of a show up on the castle they've got a display to music and i mean a tremendous fireworks show but it wasn't like um themed after what you would think for fourth of july and america and my understanding is they have a traditional type fourth of july show but this year they did not do it on the fourth of july do you know why that is because that week was the week they brought back the fireworks um they, yeah, you're right. Uh, every year they do a Fourth of July show, and it is themed in Fourth of July in America and things like that. But because they were bringing back the fireworks show, that is a daily, a, a nightly occurrence for the first time in a year and a half. They were like, okay, we're just gonna run this show because people are going to want to come there and see that show. Not to mention. Uh, it, they spend an outrageous amount of money on firework shows, like a million dollars a night for a firework show. I yeah, don't know. I don't know if it was in the budget for them to be like, let's design a whole new show <laughs> for like yeah. a couple of nights. 
Um, yeah, and don't they get their uh, fireworks like specially made so it doesn't like show off a lot of air pollution? They they get them specially. I'm I, they, you might yeah you might be right. I would assume so because wow the amount because I remember off is incredible. I, yeah, I think I remember uh, re- watching a thing on them that they uh, designed like had like uh, a company design them like new way to do fireworks with like hydrogen. Something. I, think, I think you and I both watched that together. It was uh, it was like a science a science video in some class yeah. at school. They actually went through the manufacturing of fireworks, and and Disney, yeah, pretty much contracts out of that company that and they make special fireworks for them. Yeah, interesting. I mean, it was a tremendous show, and like you say, you know, they spend a fortune on those fireworks. I I was happy to see it and glad they. <clears throat> glad they brought it back i couldn't believe because they were still uh functioning under limited capacities i couldn't believe how many people were packed in there to see that firework (laughs) oh my god it was like fist fights ready to happen because people were on top of each other and when they were over trying to to walk and move out of that area was nearly impossible yeah, I, yeah. how did it compare to when we were there on Christmas? Or, yeah, <laughs> no, it was not that busy um, compared to when we were there at Christmas, but like throughout the park. But when the fireworks yeah. came, like I'm sure at at Christmas they were spread out further. Like the crowd was just as dense, but it was bigger. Mm-hmm. But it was still very dense. Like they, you could not get any more people into that. Uh, center area, of the area. castle all the way back um, to the back entrance to main street to where all the shops start and and back to like uh, where it kind of circles around the yeah. perimeter of that it was it was full of people and, and you couldn't fit any more in it yeah well <laughs> I mean that that's like you went at a time where it was it's what third day back ever in yeah. a year and a half and so everyone was like I have to go see this show yeah, we could hear that because we stayed on resort um, and they were shooting, like practicing the show at like midnight, uh, getting ready for it. The, where, where did like, you say? A couple of days before. So it, you could hear them getting ready for it, but it was it was a pretty, pretty good show. Spot on. No mistakes with it. What, uh, what, what resort did you stay at? Um, so we stayed at the Swan and Dolphin for the first mm three days and then we we left there because that was where the beta convention uh hotel or resort block was so that's where all the kids were that's where the convention itself was and um like one of the convention halls and then after that was done we stayed some extra days after the convention was over and then we moved over to pop century so did you hear those fireworks when you were staying at the swan and dolphin it was well. We did because Epworth was setting off some fireworks as well. So that that uh, that fireworks practice that you were experiencing at midnight was actually yes. for an Epcot show, Harmonious. Um, oh, okay. They, they are so at, it's it's kind of weird how they do this. They have a night crew of people who come in and do pyrotechnics for the shows. Uh, Harmonious hasn't premiered yet, and so they've been practicing the show. Um, on and off again, uh, but yeah, the, the, the general time for that is uh, about midnight. But I wouldn't be surprised if they were simultaneously shooting that off too. But I think, in comparison to the Swan and Dolphin, that map is probably quite a bit closer. Um, I'm not too sure. 
actually. That's right. Swan and Dolphin is in the Epcot Resort area. So I think you're right now that you say that. Um, I believe somebody had mentioned, because when we were at Epcot, because um, we went, that was one of our first parks we went to, we uh, could see like out in that uh, lake pond area, they had a, a big setup where they were shooting these off. And, and one of, around one of the food areas, uh, somebody had mentioned that that's what they were they were four and then they were practicing those. So they have not shown that show yet. Is that nope. right? Did I hear you right? Yeah. So Cor and I are going to watch Happily Ever After for its last time because okay. on October 1st, they are premiering Celebrations, which is the new Magic Kingdom fireworks show side by side with Harmonious, which is the brand new Epcot show that's replacing a show that's been going on for 25 years there. So. Ah, interesting. Okay. So that explains it. That's why I was hearing fireworks at the Swan and Dolphin at midnight. Yeah, they are they are really prepping up. Uh, Preston, Swan and Dolphin, and I think you knew this already, but Swan and Dolphin is actually, I believe, a Marriott-owned hotel. It is. Yeah. Me, I think and, it, uh, me and Cheyenne were going to stay there for a pretty good price, but we ended up not. It's, um, it's yeah, beautiful. Pretty hotel. nice wow. place. Yeah. Yeah, sure. it is. Yeah, it looked uh, really nice. I think you can you can take like the ferry to uh, all the parks, can't you? Only, uh, only take it to Epcot and Hollywood Studio. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. I think I think what we need to do is take like a little uh, whatever podcast Disney trip with the families, like get <laughs> get all that like the whole Williams family and and the whole uh, the whole Gentry Stone family together and and. Go go to go to Disney World. It'd be fun to all yeah. have like a GoPro on and, and uh, yeah. Hey, we, and should, we could it. buy some wireless mics. The uh, all the sponsor money you guys make from the Whatever Podcast can pay for it. Oh, yeah, perfect. there's a whole twenty five <laughs> cents in there right now. We're we're sitting when, on a pile of cash from that. <laughs> when when will we be going? Uh, will we be dead by then? I I don't know. Hey, <laughs> on, on a on a legitimate note. I mean, granted, obviously, you know, it's it's always hard to swing stuff like this. But Cora and I, we're taking our next big trip in January uh, with uh, some of my own family. Uh, we're to the point now where we like we we've all we've all been so many times because that's what we did when I was growing up. Like, yeah, sometimes we went to the beach, but uh, like people have the beach as a primary vacation. Our primary vacation mm-hmm. was, hey, let's pack the kids up in a van, give them a, give them a Game Boy and have them pass out and wake up in Disney world for the next <laughs> week. Like, like that, that was it. That was, that was our good vacation. idea. Um, yeah. yeah. Which is why I'm a, as they, what do they call? They call them Disney adult, they call us Disney adults now. Uh, which is, you know, scary. What? As, as much, as much as you guys talk about Disney on here, you need to be getting some sponsorship from Disney. They need to give you a free trip to come down. I so my Disney's my, like uh... they're sweating. My mouth is sweating right now. Uh, one of my one of my really good friends uh, and one of my roommates. Uh, so Anthony, who lived with me uh, at Disney World, him he he is on the show quite a bit, as I'm sure you guys have heard. Our roommate uh, Philip. He went to school with a with a guy who also did the college program with him, uh, and they started a podcast together. I love Philip to death, uh, but I never in my life thought he would ever start a podcast. Uh, it, it's called Cast Conversations, 
and it is a massive Disney Disney podcast. They started right when we got back from Disney World, and it is huge. Like it has just blossomed into this this crazy big podcast because they're giving the spotlight to cast members who get to talk about their experiences and and otherwise would have been underappreciated and, and never been able to be like, hey, I worked for Disney World and this is all the cool stuff that I got to do and here's what it's like doing this job. Um, so, and and they haven't even received Disney sponsors yet, <laughs> which blows my mind. Yeah. But <laughs> So um, you're mentioning podcasts. There is, so in Illinois for NPR Network, there is a group of several individuals that have multiple shows but it's the front row network there is a disney podcast that they do and uh, let me see the name name slipping but i can find it real beyond the mouse and it's a pretty good podcast they have um several topics that they discuss one of them that they uh brought up that was something I jotted down that I wanted to see if you guys had seen yet. Cause I think both of you, do you both have Disney plus? Yep. Yeah. So there's a new show or a series called, um, beyond the uh, behind or beyond the attractions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Funny thing. I just started watching that yesterday and finished it two hours before we started today. <laughs> What are your thoughts on on Beyond the Attraction? It is, um, it's great. What what I love about it is that there's a lot of footage that I haven't seen of those rides back in their prime. Um, Because I I watch a lot of uh, Yesterworld and things like that on YouTube where they cover the attractions that have been built and and they kind of dive deeper into the history of stuff like that. But the, the difference between Behind the Attraction and the stuff I watch on YouTube is that Behind the Attraction has access to the Disney archives, which are just endless and endless and endless and have all that stuff in there. So a lot of the history I already know, but it's really cool to see a lot of that footage that I haven't yet seen before. Cool. So it is behind the attractions, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Preston, Preston, I'm I'm not kidding, man. You would absolutely Check adore it, out. it. Yeah, because there's all of this concept art and to just visualize how that comes together and and works in the ride is yeah that incredible. sounds really interesting it is so 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 cool I'll and i make actually sure and check it out with me i thought about i thought about texting you yesterday or today and saying dude why don't you go and be like a concept artist or or a, a, oh my gosh i'm blanking here but for movies they have the uh the storyboard storyboard why why like why don't you do because ultimately in the end your creative eye like your vision is transformed into this real life immersive creation and it's just like you you look down at paper and you say yeah i drew that and then you get to look up and it's like wow it's really there and that's and i think that i think it's so cool i think it's so cool yeah Honestly, it's uh, something I really want to pursue. You know, right now I'm uh, working on my own. Uh, <laughs> I started writing some of my own Rick and Morty comics, and uh, I'm going to try to finish some of them and maybe hopefully uh, Dan Harmon or um, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland. 
seize it. Maybe I can be a uh, storyboard or animator or a uh, writer for hey. one of them. Dan Harmon <laughs> cool. has his hands in so many different pots, man. I, I wouldn't doubt if he would like, pass him at a coffee shop that he owns one day. <laughs> Very yeah. true. It's, it, so, it, this whole conversation today has just been like so... I don't know. So so geared into to what I've been thinking about recently. Like, I think I finally know like my career in my life years down the road when I've got all this experience is to be an Imagineer. So, talking about this stuff just just gets me all excited. Hey, so um, I know I've caught one of your episodes and you talked about the ride that you go to first. I think every time you go to to Disney is the Haunted Mansion. Is that right? Pirates of the Caribbean, but Haunted Mansion is directly after that. Okay, so Pirates of the Caribbean. All right, so did you watch the episode on the Haunted Mansion? I caught some of that, and it sounds like that was in the works for so long. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I, I, the Haunted Mansion is by far my favorite attraction in all of Disney. Um, I just, I love everything that went into it. Um, that is a really, really, really crazy background of that whole thing. Uh, it was in development for years while Walt was alive, but what ultimately took it so long to uh, f- get finished is because Walt passed away during the construction um, yes. and the design of Haunted Mansion. So this whole team of Imagineers who were who have been led by Walt Disney for their entire career now lost the one guy who pointed them in every direction. Uh, and so they were just kind of beside themselves and eventually, you know, came together and got it figured out ultimately for the better. But, yeah, that that was the big delay there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so the ride uh, back to our trip a little bit, because I'm, I'm thinking of uh, the Jungle Cruise and the new movie that's out. We went to the Jungle Cruise and was in line for 50 minutes. Sheesh. We get right to the front and a, ter- a terrible downpour just hits lightning just starts pouring rain and they say no no more no more uh trips out into the jungle and oh, can sit no. here until it passes and we were watching and it looked like on the radar ah, this is going to move through pretty quickly another 50 minutes go by and we're still sitting there. And it, it's like, still, I mean, it's getting close, like it's raining. And uh, finally, we get the clear to be able to load and go on the Jungle Cruise. But there was nowhere else for us to go. We were under like a, a canopy spot where we weren't getting rained on. So we were in a good spot. And if we would have left, we would have just been soaked. So we were like, yeah, we'll just stick it out and wait here until it passes and finally made it um mm. have you guys seen the jungle cruise movie yet though no no we have not watched it are I, you going to yeah i'm actually i'm waiting for cora uh, the jungle cruise was kind of like the thing we were both really looking forward to just because we know all the ride the ride yeah. stuff um and so we were gonna watch it sync it up like <laughs> while i was away but i i told her, i said i'm gonna be home in two weeks let's just wait and let's go together and watch it in theaters gotcha. uh, so we're, we're yeah. gonna i'm gonna That'll wait a couple of weeks i have not uh seen it yet but one of the guys that works for me has has taken his family and they went to see it and they said it's a really good summertime movie so i'm hoping to get to see it soon take the kids and yeah. uh check it out 
Maybe I'll use that uh, AMC card you got me, Connor. Oh, go yeah. watch it. Heck yeah. yeah. Chris, did you see what I got them for their their little wedding gift? Oh, uh, it's so it was so cute. Oh my gosh. Uh, I can't so, I can't take uh, all the credit for it. Cora, it was Cora's idea, and I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Um, yeah. So they got um, me and uh, Cheyenne a wallet, and it's a it's a date night wallet, and they put. Um, some of our favorite places to go to and a few other places for like date ideas Cool. and had the uh, money on there for all those. So nice. Force them. That's to get awesome. out, Actually know. forces us to, 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 you know, go out and use it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool idea. I was really hoping, uh, when we were, when, when I had like, Jungle Cruise was getting closer to being released, and I had heard that it was going to be like a really good adventure summertime movie, um, and it kind of made me think like, I hope it's as good as watching the first three Pirates of the Caribbean movies for the first time, because uh, yeah. those movies are, in my opinion, some of the greatest adventure movies ever. Oh yeah. Like, they are. The, I, I'm not talking about the so ones good. that came after the third one, but those first three were close to flawless. <laughs> they were so 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 good, and I only like. I just thought, wow. I hope. I truly hope that that this whole turning rides from Disney into their own original movies and it doing fantastic is just going to be this the next big Disney fad because as much as I love the remakes, I'm getting a little tired of watching the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I gotta say that Pirates of the Caribbean ride is probably my favorite at Disney. I would ride. agree. It's, I, love it. I can't believe it's so how good. every time I see Johnny, uh, <laughs> every time I see, Jack. uh, um, Captain Jack slash uh, Johnny Depp, and I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> it looks exactly like him. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's really good. It is. I like. I legitimately thought it was someone like in the ride, like playing as him. <laughs> yeah, that's a go-to. I mean, so Pirates of the Caribbean was a ride way back when I was a kid, and and we went. Now, obviously, uh, Johnny Depp wasn't. The movies weren't out then, so they've added him into it. But I mean, you get in the ride, and even the smells inside the ride just—it just makes you feel hot. like yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's what's, awesome. What's really crazy, Chris? I don't, I don't know what year you were born, but I can say for sure that the Pirates a long of the, time ago, the Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> by the time you were born, had even been an old ride at that point in time. Oh yeah, which is yeah. just blows my mind. Like to think that stuff has been around for so long, and for the most part has been so well preserved and upkept. And and yeah, there have been some updates here and there, like for. Uh, culturally appropriate reasons for some of the rides and adding Johnny Depp. But for the most part, it's like, wow, like this was a creation of hard work in the sixties. Uh, and that's just incredible. Amazing. Yeah. So, um, last thing, I guess from the trip, and I don't know if I, I assume you guys use them too. What are your thoughts on the new people movers? The Skyliner? Skyliner, yeah. There you go. Well, so it's it's funny you say that because whenever we went, the People Mover had just opened back up. 
Uh, so they actually did a fair amount of work to redoing that ride. Um, so it applies in both statements. I love the Skyliner, but this past trip that uh, I took with Preston was... Uh, it was the first time that we had ever gotten stuck for an extended amount of time. Now, it wasn't like an hour. It was like 20 minutes. But I'll tell you, it was real windy. And there was a storm. Oh, yeah. It was a, there was a storm rolling in. And I'm, I'm, I was fine. I was pretty relaxed. The views were wonderful. I could see almost every park from up there. Uh, we were right outside the Riviera, which is an absolutely breathtaking resort. But Cora was having a come apart. And I was trying to just sit and relax and like, wow, look at all this stuff. Because I hate heights. So I'm trying to talk myself down. And Cora's like, Cora's like we're going to die up here. We're going to die yeah, at so, Disney World with a Skyliner. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. So um, so I didn't ride the people mover thing that uh, the others did. That was what we kind of they ended on on the 4th of July. But the Skyliner... Um, we did take it and same thing. So my wife, my son, my daughter, she didn't care for it, but she didn't, she wasn't like, like stoked about being on it. We take it from, where were we? Uh, from one of the parks to a stop and then you have to, it takes a, like a, a turn and heads back towards the resort area. Well, we got off because they didn't like, like when you're up in the air, it hits and kind of shakes every tower yeah. that you that you pass by. And we got off and I was like, oh, we'll just hop on um, the ferry or we'll just hop on a bus. We had to walk forever to get to a bus stop to be able to get on a bus to take it to um disney springs to get on another bus to take it back to our resort area so yeah i didn't that was the first time uh experiencing those i didn't really know how they were mapped out and i just thought it was going to be a quick uh stop from this uh, pickup place to the next and then a quick one over to the other but it was like a 16 minute ride from where we stopped at to the next spot we needed to be at and they were like we can't we can't do this so we got off and like i say had to walk forever just to get to a bus so you can get in a bad area um like a bad area to get on something else besides the skyliner so if you do not like heights uh, <laughs> they may not for you yeah, the, the bad thing about the Skyliner, Preston, I wish you would have come with us on it, but there really wasn't any reason for us to take it. Um, the, the thing about the Skyliner is that it's incredibly inconsistent, and it's not the ride system, it's the guests. So for regular people, it moves at a pretty fast rate. Like, it's by far the quickest mode of transportation from point A to point B for the places it is mapped out to. Mm -hmm. If there are no people that need the, the system to be slowed down. Uh, people who have some sort of, of walking disability, I don't know, elderly people who can't quite move as fast as the cars are coming in, people who need to move wheelchairs on, scooters, yeah. that whole thing, and that just slows the system way down. So that could have been why you were experiencing such a long ride. And I, th that is my biggest complaint about the entire system is that the hub of transportation... Yeah, tell them just to stay home. Jeez. 
go the go the go the hell back home. No, no, no. My my biggest complaint, my biggest complaint is what you experienced, and that was getting off at Caribbean Beach, which is where that big transportation hub is for the Skyliner. Yep. And there is nothing else around. There are yeah. no bus stops. There's not a single thing. Um, well, the purpose is to reduce the amount of buses that are are moving people. So you get on these and you just take them. But if if you it's your first time and you have a bad experience on them, it's like if you get off there, it's like well, we either continue the bad experience or we try to find another <laughs> way to get to point B. Yeah, it, contrary to popular belief, it is a very safe mode of transportation. Uh, it's it's designed by a company. Uh, in Sweden, who specializes in creating gondolas for th- those specific reasons. Like, I don't know if you guys know anything about Sweden, but it is like gondola central. Um, huh. And that, that it's all uh, the mountains. Yeah, all the mountains, all the slopes, all the all the things like yeah. that. Uh, there, you can take a gondola across the f- whole freaking cities. It's it's pretty crazy. But that company came in and, and helped Disney design those those gondolas. I do have to say, it was down several times when we were either passing by a, a pickup spot or um, on a bus heading to another location, it was like totally stopped. So I yeah. do know they were they were down a few times while we were there. Yeah, it, it's, it's a, I wouldn't say it's a daily occurrence, but it's certainly a weekly occurrence. Uh, again, it's not a ride system thing. It's just like weird little complications at some of the docking stations. Um, yeah. Some of the, some of the, ride system issues have been like uh unfortunately a, a couple of crashes into the dock uh, thankfully they've been unoccupied carts every single time but uh some of the gears have had some issues slowing the carts down um yeah but that, that's that's really it's only happened twice in the, the whole time it's been open so i guess um, able bodies only <laughs> we had it, seemed, it, it like rained or stormed every day off and on. So I don't know if that had something to do with it as well. Yeah, that's just Florida. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I'm not kidding. It, it, like, when I was, it, it is just Florida. <laughs> when I was living there, like the, the rain was, I couldn't tell if the sprinklers were on outside my apartment or if it was raining. Like It, <laughs> it, it was so bad. Not to mention and, you're in the midst of hurricane season too. So well, I, that's what I was getting ready to say. We left on the fifth. That was a Monday, and that's when uh, hurricane tropical storm was moving in, and I think landed on Tuesday. So we we were out just in time, but Dodge yeah, it for sure rained every day. Yeah, yeah. It's I I wow. I really want to just stick us all in a big van and and drive us down because all we can do like, that every everything <laughs> everything of your trip i mean it sounds like you had a good time regardless but like it was good we should, yeah. we should rent an rv i i think that would be fun i i truly do i i think you know we need to do something like that before stop in nashville stop in that's really about it on the way down. New Orleans. You can't. You can't kill me to stop in Atlanta for any reason. So we're just oh, gonna no. keep. We're just gonna we'll keep, keep driving. driving. Get through it. We're, we're gonna be like, ah, Nashville. Oh, Atlanta. Keep going. And one thing at Universal that was um, something I got to snap a picture of too. But you guys may be too young. Do you remember the old? Nickelodeon building 
at Universal Studios. Yes. I okay. I I had never been to Universal until I lived in Orlando. But I've seen I've, I've seen, I've seen so many pictures of it. All right. So I didn't know where it was. I caught a guy uh, on a YouTube channel or something. I was like, I'm gonna find what this place looked like. So after Nickelodeon, it was like the Blue Man Group had a show that they performed there. Well, there's nothing there now, and Hard Rock cafe is built right in front of it and i didn't realize that i mean we were there last over christmas um we went to universal but i didn't know where the place was and you can't really see it but if you go to hard rock hotel and walk around the back side of it it's you're right in front of it so it was pretty cool to see and the last i believe oldest ride at universal i hadn't ridden since i was a a little kid was et that was a pretty cool ride to experience again oh, too. that's that's such a good ride uh, the, i think you should check out et the whole ride car where you're riding in the bike is is so cool. oh yeah um Preston, so yeah we had a good trip that was uh that's kind of the hi- big highlights of it i'm ready to go back yeah i uh, i think too. i think you did I think all we the should, right things i think honestly. we should really do some uh some uh thinking into this whole rv thing i think it could be a lot of fun <laughs> Here, here's what I'm going to draw on the side of the RV. Okay, Preston, you've taken it a little too far now, but <laughs> um, no, Chris, I think you had a great trip. You, you know, I you did everything I think I would have done. Um, for example, staying beneath a covered area uh, when yeah. it's raining before Jungle Cruise, <laughs> right. because with COVID, you can't really get in anywhere like yeah. easily yeah. without waiting outside. So. Yeah, probably oh, on that one. the funniest thing, though, not, I guess not funny, because we had another, like, torrential downpour at another time in the day, and we were sitting down under a canopy over by Aladdin area, um, having some dole pineapple oh, yeah, ice dole cream whip, type yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, dole, yeah, there you go. It was good, um, but we were sitting there enjoying those, and it poured down and there was a a full ride on uh the aladdin carpet ride (laughs) and they just got soaked and it just kept going and going and going i was like oh those poor people yeah Uh, it sucks for (laughs) for our our beta convention because whenever they started going to disney for those national conventions was my senior year when i was graduating so i got to go to the first beta convention that was at disney world uh, and of course, you know, my sister and I are, are like, we, we got our, our buckle shoes. We like, we, I don't know. We were all set. We got our hiking backpacks, you know, we got our, our, our walking sticks. We were ready. <laughs> we were prepared for the day and yeah. we were like, okay, we have a fast pass right after the haunted mansion. We got to book it to Tomorrowland for space mountain. And then we can rebook <laughs> our fast passes again. And now both of you guys know that is a hell of a walk from oh, yeah. Mansion all the way over to Space Mountain. Opposite sides, yeah. Oh, boy. Poured. Absolutely poured the entire way. And we didn't pack ponchos. And oh, so, man. And so we just kept going around and around and around on Space Mountain. There was hardly any line for some reason. And we just kept going around and around. I'm thinking, man, this is going to dry me off here pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Preston, I have I have a good photo of us actually on Space Mountain. Um, oh my god, I need to send it to me. I, I have I have a I hopefully it's still there. I'm gonna have to go through my app and and see. Yeah, that that's the other thing, man. If we if we ever take this Disney trip, we 
absolutely have to get photo pass because some of the pictures yeah. that are captured when when everyone's on the ride is they are so funny. Uh, I have caught so many good moments on rides, uh, like on oh, Splash yeah. Mountain. A woman lost her hat, and she's mid <laughs> trying to grab it, and the hat is floating in midair on the oh, picture. My God. <laughs> uh, such such uh, good times my my buddy joe and i yeah. would like on splash mountain we'd make a heart with our arms together and people be like what, what the hell are those guys doing <laughs> yeah i think if we uh if we all did a trip we definitely um get through things a lot smoother <laughs> oh, now yeah. that we've actually well, all experienced it a few more a few more times i i think i think the and i press and i told you this whenever we talked about a vacation it, to have a, a proper family vacation is to have a, a family vacation with road with roadblocks with issues like you're always going to take a vacation and there's oh, always boy. going to be something that goes wrong but nah, we learn from we those mistakes <laughs> <laughs> we learn from those mistakes and we fix them on the next vacation that being or said, I just let me do every, everything. I don't touch anything. <laughs> I don't want to deal with anything. It, it, it's not like, <laughs> I mean, like, I've been how many times and I've been able to finally perfect, okay, this is how we have to do it or else, it, like, it's the path of least resistance. It takes so much planning and, and waking yeah. up early and crazy, crazy times. But at the end of the vacation, you walk away feeling like, wow, it was crazy, but it was worth it because I got you to got experience. To yeah, you got to experience yeah. all this stuff. Like Rise of the Resistance, I'm not surprised. You did everything by the book, but unfortunately, those ride pass systems, they're so on and off with where they want you to be. Like they used to be, you could just be anywhere and, and get that pass without having a reservation. Um, yeah. But yeah, they've really, ah, they made it so much harder. And I, I don't know, it's... It, like I said, you know, you really to to do stuff like that, you certainly have to plan way ahead of time. Like Preston knows, I called him on the phone like six times, waiting for him to pick <laughs> up, being like, "Dude, I have castle reservations and I need money for them now. I'm not giving you an option. We're eating here." And it was great. Yeah. Like it was three hundred dollars. It was per great. Couple. It was it was it was an experience. It was a really good experience though. Yeah. yeah, once in a lifetime thing for sure. Like I don't know if I, that if was I would do it an again awesome for a long trip. time. Like no offense to like the family trip we took. It was just really nice uh, being able to get around really quickly to places and you know. Yeah, going during the bit well Christmas in the Christmas time. time. Yeah, time, yeah. Difficult to do a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's certainly like it's certainly going to go back up and be that busy pretty soon if it's not already. Um, uh, I'm going to have to gauge it whenever I go here soon, but that's, that's kind of like my whole goal when I go and take people is to like, okay, I need to, I need to make sure that they get to do everything they want to do, but, but also get to relax because it's vacation and press. And that's what I tried to do with you. I tried to be like, okay, we can just go at whatever pace we can sit and eat and just do whatever and still yeah. get to do all this stuff. Nah, so. It was, it was really good. And Flora was really good with it too. Surprisingly, uh, surprisingly slept through, slept through haunted mansion, slept through everything that probably would have scared the absolute crap out of her. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no scarring for this trip. <laughs> fell asleep, fell asleep in pirates and didn't wake up as we went down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was surprising. Mm. Yeah. I bet. 
Rider Swap makes things like that so much easier too. Chris, I don't know if you ever if you used that before, but no. Um, uh-uh. Essentially, Rider Swap, l- l- we would sit two people with Flora at a time while the other two rode the ride, and then we'd come back and they would get to go through the fast pass line, uh, regardless uh-huh. of whether or not fast passes were back, uh, because you're kind of waiting in line for the whole party. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it, it was. It just makes things so much easier. It makes things so much easier. I, I part of but, some of my most favorite memories from vacations in in Disney is being able to sit at a large table, uh, having dinner or something with my family, uh, and and I think, you know, no matter what we what we do, if we go to Disney, if we take an RV, various places, uh, like we should really really uh, do some stuff like that because that's really true family bonding time is at the dinner table when uh when dave's not talking about politics and (laughs) when when chris isn't talking about politics at the table Uh, (laughs) i think that's just a part of the whole dynamic now at this point you know absolutely that's the conversation with all families now you're you're gonna you're gonna start talking about politics and next thing i know i'm gonna be getting uh facebook messages from marcia asking can you please get this guy to shut up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we don't want to listen to him anymore I'm, I'm gonna start getting facebook messages from all all of uh preston's grandparents now so that's right but hey so um, no. so i'm gonna have to come back on here i know we've gone long yeah, we've been going about on for um, about an hour now so yeah, uh i know preston's had a big life event happened recently i want to hear all about all the uh exciting and stressful things that went into it oh he's a married man now yeah oh yes we need to dedicate an entire hour episode just for that uh, yeah, <laughs> dear dear audience, I will let you. I will let Chris, you, know you, got, we, uh, you miss. You don't even really know all the fun part that happened that night. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot that I got to see, though. That's uh, that is true. <laughs> uh, audience, uh, dear listeners, we actually recorded a version of that episode, uh, which is why we're a little late on uploading uh, because we had a lot of audio issues. Super upset. Um, but I would much rather do that episode with the three of us. Uh, so that's going to be coming at you soon. Chris, you yeah. don't even know the oh. half of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm you really, to, you really don't. I'm ready to hear it. I, but, uh, with that, with that being said, you know, <laughs> we really appreciate you uh, hopping on with us, Chris. And, uh, we're glad to be back and recording. And, uh, this has been a really fun episode and, yeah. uh, Connery, would you like to finish up the closing? <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, of course, you, know, you can catch us. Uh, you can catch us every week. Uh, now on Mondays, we're going to be uploading. Um, I, wow, things have just been moving at such a quick pace. It feels good to sit down and, and start doing these. It's, it's, it, it almost it, feels like we have to block out time for it. It's like, oh, man, I got to go do the show. But the minute I sit down and do the show, it's like, oh, this is great. It's just I just such wanna, a relaxing, nice, yeah, fun thing to going. do. I just want to keep going. You got to get a break from the grind, man, and just talk about some good stuff that's happening. Catch up with each each one of us because we all have so much going on. Yeah, that's true. This this gives me a good opportunity, as I'm sure it does you guys, to just kind of like take a few steps back and observe parts of the world and things that are going on in our lives from a different perspective and be able to talk about them and self-reflect on them and 
discuss them in ways that maybe only we'll think of in passing. So this is this is nice. It's a good outlet. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Anytime, I'm always ready to jump on and join you. Oh, we'll 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 see you next week for sure. We got a we got a whole list of episodes. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm guys. all in. Whatever podcast season three. Oh yeah. Uh, thank you again for joining us, and we will catch you guys next week in the new episode of the Whatever Podcast. See ya. See ya.